0: If you've ever heard the phrase, the darker the dark, the lighter the light that's waiting for you on the other side. So initially, the planets will put a lot of pressure on you because it is time to change. And we suffer more when we don't listen and we don't heed the call and notice like, oh, this is painful. It's trying to teach me something, right? Instead, we're like, oh, there's something wrong with me that I'm feeling pain. But it's really like a lot of the planets teach us we need to let go or we need to get on track. We need to mature. And when we don't do that, we get stuck in it.
1: Welcome back to Experable. I'm your host, Krati Mehra. And in this show, we learn from the success and struggles of people we admire and dive deep into concepts that help us expand the possibilities available to us. So we can freely, boldly design the life we desire, discover the depth and breadth of our capabilities, access the wisdom available in the world around us, and even on really bad days, love what we see in the mirror. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to Experable. I hope you're having a really, really good day and that life is treating you well. I also hope that you are ready for a really cool episode because today I am talking to Natalie Wallstein, who is a career astrologer at Soul Shine Astrology. Natalie blends ancient astrological wisdom with modern down-to-earth guidance to help creative souls and spiritual seekers discover their cosmic calling and align their life and career with the cosmos. In this conversation, Natalie will share just how powerful a tool astrology can be when it comes to guiding you to your true life path, especially where your career is concerned. Because as Natalie shares during the conversation, when we do what we love, when we do what truly helps our soul evolve, we are able to make a greater impact and do more for the world and the field we choose. We talk about how we can hone our intuition through astrology, some helpful rituals to manifest what we desire, how you can get guidance from your birth chart, how to recognize when you're walking the right path, and so much more. So let's dive in. First, like before we get to the to really like the juicy part of the show, I would like to get some understanding of how you became an astrologer, what brought you to this area, and why are you choosing to help people specifically with their career? Yes,
0: yeah, so I am a career astrologer, so that means I tap into people's birth charts to help them find their calling and hopefully turn that into the work they actually do for a living day to day. I figure we work so much, we might as well do work that matters and makes a difference and also fits in with the soul growth that we're actually here to embark on in this lifetime. I actually practice Western astrology. So it is different from Jyotish and Vedic astrology. It's based on the placement of the sun. So I thought I should just get that out there because I know people in India use a different kind of astrology, Um, but they're both really um, accurate. They're both very valuable. I've just found that Western astrology or tropical astrology is a little bit more helpful for helping you find your career. So my journey to becoming an astrologer is based on me not knowing what I wanted to do for a living. And I had always wanted to be a graphic designer. So I went to art school and I ran my own design studio for about five years designing magazines and websites and branding and things like that. And I sort of started to fall out of love with it. And that was shocking to me because that's what I had put my whole life into. Like it is what I had always loved. So I didn't really understand why I didn't like it anymore. And then at the same time, I got very sick. I was misdiagnosed with cancer didn't even have cancer, but I was told I did and I believed it. <laughs> and I also had a huge breakup and I almost died from my illness. Even though it wasn't cancer, I was very, very sick. And so like pretty much everything fell apart in my life in the same year. Because I was so sick, I couldn't work. So I ran out of money, had to go bankrupt, like everything horrible you can think of happened. <laughs> in this time period. And the only thing that was really helping me continue to keep going was reading my horoscope every day. So I would read my horoscope and I would like refresh my app at midnight when you get to the new horoscope. And it would basically tell me that like what's going on in my life. And it really was like the only thing that made sense to me at that time. And it just seemed like, wow, they really know me. Like, what is this all about? So I decided to dive deeper into learning astrology and reading my birth chart. And through that process, I discovered I was actually meant to help people on a deeper spiritual level, which I thought was super cool. But I didn't know how to do that. I was like, oh, I'm not psychic. I don't really know. (laughs) Although at that time, I was having a really big spiritual awakening. Um, I think that does tend to happen when a lot of bad things happen in your life, you start to seek out the bigger purpose and like, why is this all happening? What, what should I do universe? (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I was going through. And my astrology chart was like the only thing that made sense. So I started learning more and more about it. I found that I had a natural knack for it. Like I understood it pretty quickly. And I would read the astrology charts of my friends and family. And from there, I really realized that a lot of the reason why I didn't like being a graphic designer was because a lot of my clients didn't really know who they were and didn't even really know what they wanted. And so I started to realize that astrology could be a really good tool for helping entrepreneurs really understand who they are and their brand and make sure that the work they're doing is what they were born to do so that we can really make a powerful impact in the world. Because when we're doing what we love, we do it better. We, be, we want to become the best at it. And just imagine if all of the greatest leaders in the world were the people who were born to do that work. Like They were literally sent here to earth to improve the world in the particular way that they were meant to. So that's what I try to promote through my work.
1: And has it ever happened that you read somebody's astrology chart and told them that they were meant to go down a career path that they really did not want to go down? Has that ever happened?
0: No, that's never happened because we always want to do our sole purpose. The pain and the suffering comes from not being in alignment with it.
1: Okay, that makes sense. And yeah, your story, it's it's definitely a heavy one. I can't imagine being in the thick of that particular storm because that that couldn't have been easy especially getting misdiagnosed with cancer i mean if you have to be misdiagnosed why it really should not be cancer (laughs) i can't imagine what that period must have been like for you and yeah i do know that you know a lot of the times when we are making like a 180 degree change to our lives uh, it usually follows in the wake of a lot of destruction so that makes a lot of sense and it it does make sense that you ended up becoming an astrologer so that you so that other people didn't have to go through that kind of struggle but care to share like uh, any stories any client stories that have really reinforced this idea in you that yes i'm in the right place and i'm doing the right work
0: yeah definitely i think even just studying astrology i felt more excited than i ever had in my whole life and i had just been like a shell of a person Like about to die. So that was very shocking to me that, wow, I have so much energy to do this. But even just working with my clients and just noticing how happy it made me and how much it's changing their lives. Like, I don't even really have a specific story because every single client has such a big transformation and they're always so thankful and they get so much out of it. So it's constantly being reinforced that I'm in the right field. But at the same time, I do feel like our calling continues to evolve. Mm -hmm. So even when you find your calling, it doesn't mean like, okay, I'm done. Life is perfect. It's great. And it feels amazing. It feels so much better than working at a job you hate and getting paid to do something you don't care about, but you are still going to continue to learn more about yourself and the world. And you do kind of also always need to kind of keep your finger on the pulse of how you feel called to continue to grow and change too.
1: Okay, So going from a graphic designer to becoming an astrologer, that is like a huge, huge switch. What was that like, making that switch, especially considering the struggles you were having in your personal life, that could not possibly have been easy?
0: No, it was not easy. I ended up having to give up my dream home in Hawaii that me and my fiance had just bought. And we broke up and I moved back into my parents' basement in Minnesota of the US, which is like Midwest area. And we have winter there. So that wasn't fun. Um, And I was still really sick for about three years. So I did continue doing graphic design work on the side while I was building up my business. But I was basically in bed most of the time. I was exhausted. I couldn't really eat anything without getting sick. So all I really could do is like work on my business from bed. And because I could put so much attention into it, it grew pretty quickly. And I was actually getting more clients than I could handle because I wasn't feeling that well. Um, because I got featured on a podcast and I got booked out like a few months in advance but I was juggling both um careers for a little while and what was really great about my graphic design experience is that I could make my own graphics I could make my own logo my own branding my own website so that was like it wasn't for nothing right I could put all of everything I had learned so far into my new business
1: okay that that worked out in your favor and i do like this is one of the things that i think happen when you are moving in the right direction there is a certain degree of alignment and things seem to work out in your favor that does happen i mean at least i think so um yeah but i think everyone has a different take on it based on their own experiences but do you believe that the alignment makes it so that there is no struggle anymore or especially because this is something that uh, is believed a lot in the Hindu philosophy that when you are moving towards a, like something big, you get challenged a lot. You get tested a lot so that by the time you get to the finish line, you are actually worthy of what it is that you've asked for.
0: Yeah, I do feel like I was stepping into a higher level of responsibility in making an impact on the world. And in order to do that, I had to shed everything about who I was before that. So at that time, I actually had Saturn moving over my rising sign, which Saturn is the planet of uh, challenge, immense challenges. And it was going over my identity. So I did have to let go of who I used to be. But then I was able to become who I was meant to be. And so once I did stop resisting that transformation and I was like, okay, universe, like obviously what I'm doing is not helping. I'm just going to like open up to what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Everything did work out so much better. And I did feel a lot more joy and excitement, even though I'm so sick, like I was so happy.
1: (laughs) So and then
0: my illness did eventually clear up and everything like that. So I'm totally fine today, but I do think the universe has to get really loud sometimes to get our attention and that was maybe like the only way I was going to listen because I was very set on the life I had created before.
1: Okay. Okay, that that makes sense. But help me understand this a little bit better because I think we often like people who believe in astrology, people who believe in the forces of the universe Often are looking for resistance and are often looking for flow. So those are, except that they are kind of way concepts, maybe not for you because you do this work all the time. But for someone like me, for someone who, you know, has, hasn't gone very deep into this thing, these are concepts that they're intangible concepts basically, right? You, you can't have it out on a spreadsheet and figure it out like that. So. For people like that, they're looking for resistance, they're looking for flow. But we also believe that universe does test and challenge you. So how do you know you're on the right path? If you are experiencing resistance, what does that resistance feel like when you're on the right path? Because resistance could also be the universe's way of telling you that you're not on the right path. This is not the journey for you. I had something else planned for you. How do you figure that out?
0: There's a negative and positive aspect of every planet. Or you could say lower vibrational and higher vibrational. And so at first, something really terrible happening in your life might feel like it's bad, right? But mm-hmm. it's actually showing that it's time to change or to shift. Maybe it's an initiation of some sort. And so you start to feel better when you make those changes. But in general, if you feel stressed, if you feel upset, depressed, like angry, any of those kind of like what we see as lower vibrations, you're resisting blessings that want to come your way, actually. And so whenever you have these big challenges, it's a really good sign that really good things are about to come your way. If you've ever heard the phrase, the darker the dark, the lighter the light that's waiting for you on the other side. So initially, the planets will put a lot of pressure on you because it is time to change. And we... Suffer more when we don't listen and we don't heed the call and notice, like, oh, this is painful. It's trying to teach me something, right? Instead, we're like, oh, there's something wrong with me that I'm feeling pain. But it's really like a lot of the planets teach us we need to let go or we need to get on track. We need to mature. And when we don't do that, we get stuck in it.
1: Okay. So, what you're saying is that even though you could be suffering through, like, in your story, the things that were happening were so bad. But they were meant to get you on the right track. And when you did get on the right track, things did ease up for you. Your illness was, you you recovered from your illness. But what if you had continued to struggle on that field? Would you have quit or would you have kept going?
0: I don't think the universe would have let me do that because the idea is that the planets are kind of like forcing you to have the transformations you're meant to have You know, you have your own birth chart, but then you have where the planets are in the sky day to day and they shift and they literally change us. (laughs) And so you can't really fight back against it. Like even your spirit guides, if you believe in that, they're whispering to you, like, don't do that or do that. Right. So I don't really think um, I think we're meant to we end up having the lessons we need to have and we end up growing through them. And when they get really loud, it's because you're not paying attention enough.
1: <laughs> okay, so to break it down, if you are facing a lot of resistance, if someone listening to this episode, if they are facing a lot of challenges in their life, they are in like the, the darkest of their uh, of their life. They're experiencing so much darkness that they are in pain. Um, how do they like? If they were to run an assessment and figure out whether they're being tested or around whether they're worthy of their path or whether they're on the wrong path? How do they figure it out right now?
0: I don't think it's necessarily about worthiness, but it is a lot about believing you deserve more and you deserve to feel good. And so there's all sorts of different kinds of challenges in life, but it really comes down to what we allow ourselves to receive. So, I don't know. I guess it's not so much about um, if you're in the wrong thing or not. It's more like, are you happy or not? And if like we know when we're excited about what we're doing or if we know that we're not. And that like we know we're in the wrong career, most of us. But the problem is when we don't believe we deserve more.
1: Because
0: then we won't change it.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I do believe that if you are doing something you love, even like the worst day on a job that you love is better than the best day on a job that you do not care for. So I think that is like one easy assessment of it. Uh, But yeah, I think intuition is a very, like I, because of my experiences recently, I've come to believe that intuition is a very, very powerful thing and you really should not ignore it. How much uh, like the, the readings that you give out to your clients and The intuition, which is something we all have access to. How are the two connected, if at all? I see
0: your astrology chart as being the blueprint of your intuition. So a lot of times in a reading, I'm not telling you things you didn't already know deep down. I'm just reminding you and making it more clear. Like, no, really, you can trust how you feel about this situation or your job, for example. So I do think they go hand in hand. Sometimes our intuition can trick us. We really have to ask ourselves if we feel a certain way because of love or fear. And if it is because of fear, then it might be a trick. (laughs) And it's not really your intuition. It's like your limiting beliefs speaking up. But that's a really good thing to measure is like, do I feel this way because I love this or because I'm afraid? (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: I'll just share like my experience. So my listeners know about it, even though I like did a whole episode on it. But my intuition, the reason that I didn't listen to my intuition was because I was everyone else and people who had more experience of the industry than I did, people who knew more than I did, they were telling me to go do things differently. And I listened to them because I was like, okay, they know better than I do. I'll just do this. When in fact, and that was such a, a weird thing for me to do because I'm really not someone who ever does what other people tell her, tell her to do I always walk my own path and that did not work out and now I'm having to undo all of those things and do them the way I initially decided to do them so <laughs> I would say that listen to your intuition but do you believe like uh, after you get an astrology reading like if someone were to book with you and you were to read their birth chart that would activate your intuition because some people really intuition is not a tool that they rely on that they don't Find very reliable, also.
0: Yeah, definitely, because it shows you that you can trust the voices that you're hearing inside. Like when I was like, I don't really like my work anymore, but I don't know why. I think the chart provides the why. Like you already have the feeling, but you might not know. You can't always see the bigger picture behind things. So your astrology chart really shows the energetic makeup of the situation on a much deeper level than you can, like. See or understand, especially if you have other people in your life that are telling you to go in a certain direction. Like, I thought it was really cool to be a graphic designer. I didn't want to let down my clients, right? Even everybody in my family loved the person I was going to marry. So I felt like I'm letting them down, even though it's my life. And so (laughs) it just really helps you um, get a really strong sense of yourself so that you can come back to that whenever there's any other choices you need to make in the future. You know what's best for you, and it comes from within instead of externally.
1: Okay, when do you recommend that people come to you for a reading? Like, as they're figuring things out, but they kind of know what they want, then they should come to you to solidify things, or before they've even done any internal exploration? I
0: think we're all... Doing internal exploration every day, whether we realize it or not. Um, I actually don't do astrology readings myself anymore. I teach astrology and I train astrologers to give readings. Um, But whatever the case might be, I always think it's helpful to learn about your astrology chart No matter where you're at in your journey, there was a time like you mentioned before we started that your mom already had your birth chart ready a few days after you were born. And there were ancient civilizations where we were born knowing our purpose right away. And I think there's a lot of struggle in the world because we've lost touch with that. And we are kind of letting government and society dictate how to be, how to feel and what to do. So really? I always think it's really helpful. I will say I did look at my astrology chart years and years ago and I didn't really understand it because I hadn't like, um, awakened that part of me yet. And I did feel like there was some truth to it, but there was a lot of it. I was like kind of scratching my head. Like, I don't know. Am I like that? I don't know if I am yet. So. There is definitely a sense of like needing to do some soul searching and live your life um, to make it all make sense. But your birth chart is the map of your whole life. So just keeping an open mind going into it that you might not understand everything. But if you just like keep living life, it will show itself to you.
1: Yeah, My concern, the reason I asked you that question is because when we have really not done any internal exploration, we don't have any answers of our own. We do allow that thing that is giving us some answers, like in the absence of any answer at all, whatever answer you get seems to be like something that would start to guide you. And then you may get pushed into certain directions that you may not necessarily want to go to. So I would believe that having some idea of who you are, what you want out of life, the big vision, so to say, and then going down this path, the astrology path, and getting guidance from your birth chart would I think those would be two powerful forces to combine to, and then establish some structures in your life. What would you say about that? Yeah.
0: Astrology isn't going to do the work for you. Um, But a lot of people don't know where to get the answers. So that's where astrology can, you know, give them a, A step in the right direction but also everybody's going to interpret your astrology chart a little bit differently and there are definitely astrologers out there who are more pushy or they might kind of err on the side of like doom and gloom and stuff like that so i do think it's really good to use your intuition to feel out the person you're getting the guidance from because as astrologers we're just looking at symbols on a chart and what we say about those symbols has a lot to do with our own perspective of life and spirituality. Like I look at it through the lens of your career, for example. So you definitely want to feel out who you're choosing to work with or the books you read when you're um, decoding your chart because it is like a creative art in a lot of ways. Um, and then also whatever you receive from someone to double check it with your intuition. Like does what they say feel good? because my goal for a reading when I do them is to help someone feel really excited and they leave the conversation like super confident and excited to move forward. And if you leave feeling deflated and sad and upset, you might not have picked a good person to work
1: with. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I had an experience like that. It was for tarot reading. I went to just for fun. We went to a guy for tarot reading and he was, he was, it was like getting lectured. Like he was lecturing me. He had known me in a previous life and he absolutely hated me. <laughs> Which no. was a very strange experience. And everything he told me was like, who are you talking to? I am not this person. <laughs> I will say this though, that when I get, As I told you, my mother is super into astrology. She's constantly telling me, oh, yes, yes, you are facing this struggle because this is what's going on. Or yes, yes, things are going well for you because these planets are in the position of power. I would be like, "Okay, you know what? Let's not go down that path. (laughs) So I think there is resistance to astrology because you do want to keep power in your own hands. You do not want to believe that there are planets that are manipulating how your life functions. Without you even realizing that that is happening. We want to believe that we are the, the creators of our own destiny. But at the same time, I do, and especially this, this came to me like as I was going to your website, I was, it, it does make me very intrigued, very happy to know that there are these tools out there that we can use to ease our path. Because a lot of the time, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you are very often stuck with what am I supposed to do next? How am I supposed to make things better? How am I supposed to have more money? How much? Su- who am I supposed to hire? Am I supposed to hire someone? Should I work by myself? Should I wait to do this thing, that thing? Because there are so many options now, so it is intriguing to me. So I have two questions here. Do you believe that, like learning about all of like your planetary positions, learning about what forces are dominating your life? Does that add to your power or does it take away from that? And secondly, the readings that you get, how unique are they to your life? Because one of the reasons why I don't love reading, like I've never been interested in reading uh, my horoscope. It's like, because it's for every single person that was born on 10th of July. So for me, that's like, okay, no, <laughs> I don't care about that. So, but I do know, birth chart, wh- what does that mean? How specific is it going to be to you?
0: Yeah. The idea of it taking away your power, I think that's kind of comes from your ego wanting to control everything. But the universe (laughs) actually does have your best interests at Mm -hmm. heart. And it really does want to help you grow. It really does want to help you find your joy and make a powerful impact in the world. And us being like, I don't want to know because I'm going to do this (laughs) myself. It's kind of funny sometimes because it's like, you know, whatever you believe, like universe, God, source, whatever, right? It's like, I don't want your help. I got this. Um, I think it is good too. And that's, I totally respect that point of view too, because no matter what you're going to learn, but um, as far as the universe, like controlling what you're doing, it's in every fabric of the universe from like an airplane to a dog to like, I don't know, everything has a birth chart. So I wouldn't say that it's necessarily controlling you because going back to that idea of the positive and negative expression of the planet, you can decide how you want to take that energy. So let's say there's a day where there's a lot of anxiety in the air. You can either freak out about it and feel terrible, like you drink too much coffee and like stress out about it, or you can use that energy to make a powerful change in your life and get on track with something you've been putting off and not doing even though you know you need to. So, um it's sort of like you take it as you will. And as for like my experience with astrology, I think the more that I have worked with it, the more I actually trust the universe and the less I need to work with it. So I have a lot of new students and they are obsessed with checking it every day, and I don't do that. Like if I'm like curious about the next week, I will glance over it. Um, But I'm not so like down to the minute what's going on anymore, because I know that whatever day I schedule something, it was when it was meant to happen.
1: That actually does help. Yeah, that does help. Because I do, I am beginning to realize the more I do the work that I'm doing, because the more decisions I have to make and the more challenging, and and those decisions do get progressively more challenging. Uh, I do believe that if I could, really hone my intuition and I can hone it by using it more and more and if I can rely on the energetic forces around me I think it would really really add to my power but it is not easy to do I will also like share that with my listeners it is not an easy thing to do because when logic we are people who've been brought up to make decisions based on our logic and learn from the mistakes of others and look look at what this person did but we often, and in doing so, we often forget that this person has a completely different story and a completely different ideology and a completely different outlook on life and completely different desires also. I think, but if you can do that, if you can start really let go, as you said, the ego really makes that very, very hard for you to do. But if you can just shush your ego and actually let your intuition lead you, I think great things can happen because that is that is something that I'm experiencing for the past year, it is hard to do though, and I think astrology just might be able to help you because then you actually have another person guiding you. Uh, but yeah, the, my second question though, um, how specific are the readings to the person? The yeah, child? yeah,
0: yeah. So a horoscope is just. The only way astrologers have to give you a taste of what astrology can do. But when you actually get a reading, you don't just have your sun sign, which is what the horoscopes are based on. You have so many other planets on your chart that are in very unique positions. And so a reading is like a hundred times more specific than a horoscope is. But that's not to say that horoscopes aren't accurate or valuable. That is an, an aspect of what you're going through right now. It just isn't the whole picture. But it's really like the best that astrologers can do to give you a taste of it. Okay. Without okay. getting you in a reading.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, what do you use when you are like, how does the process work? What information do you take from your uh, like, clients or whoever it is that you're reading for?
0: Yeah, all you need is your date, time and location of birth. And then I plug it into a computer and it brings up a chart. In Western astrology, we have a circular chart and it's based on where the planets were in the sky when you were born. And each of the planets is in a specific zone of the sky, which we know as a zodiac sign. And then it also filters into what we call a house, which shows how that energy is grounded onto the earth plane. And so it would probably look really crazy if you're looking at it for the first time because you don't know how to read it. But basically, I just look at the chart and I see, okay, here's your sun symbol, and it's in this zone of the sky and this house, and therefore you express yourself the best in this way according to these characteristics and so each of the planets has their own personality you could say and you could say the moon is what makes you feel safe and happy and comforted and then you know mercury is how you communicate neptune is your dream vision for the future and so on and so forth there's even asteroids that show you like your greatest wound in life and it gets very very deep and sometimes people are not prepared for how deep it gets
1: (laughs) okay so that you should tie that in with what you already believe your path is right use it to guide you and not completely rely on the birth chart because i'm guessing it doesn't like, like tell me what the answers are like are they do they guide you in a way where in like oh you're supposed to be a lawyer or they tell you oh you're <laughs> supposed to work for justice or something like that i'm just <laughs> i'm just using yeah it exactly
0: The chart can't just say like, oh, you're a teacher, but there'd be several clues that would be like, wow, you'd be a great teacher because you have these qualities. For example, if I were going to read my own chart, I would say my son is in Pisces in the third house of social networking, which means that I express myself the best when I'm helping people believe in the magic of the universe and themselves by sharing messages in a way that's really easy for people to understand. And I got all of that from one point. There's so much more you could say about it, but that would be like my short version. And my moon is also in the same place. So that means I feel comfortable when I'm doing that same thing. My rising signs in Sagittarius... And that shows that the work that I'm physically meant to do for a living is to be a guide and to help people widen their horizons of what is possible for them. So you can imagine me figuring these things out as a graphic designer. I'm like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm just designing surface level graphics right now. And so even though I didn't know specifically how to channel that energy, I had a really good direction to look in. So I knew I should be looking for spiritual subjects. I should be looking for things I'm really excited about that I want to share with other people. So that's like an example of some of the insights that you'd get from reading your chart is you get like... The things you're feeling get really narrowed down. You might still have to go do some soul searching. You might still have to go and try some jobs and see how they feel to understand how it's going to play out in the physical world, but it really narrows things down. I would have never figured it out on my own. I would have just been like, I, I started to teach how to make graphics and that was the closest I had gotten where I felt really excited, but it wasn't it fully
1: okay okay that helps that helps uh so would you recommend that people start doing this thing on their own or do they right away like just start this journey with a guide so approach someone you know to have them read your birth chart
0: yeah you definitely want to get a guide because it is very complicated i did write a book it's called find your cosmic calling a guide to discovering your life's work with astrology and i make it really simple to get started with uh, looking up your astrology chart and reading it and decoding it. But I would definitely recommend having um, working with someone you resonate with because otherwise you're going to run away and freak out because like that's what most people do. <laughs> and that's what I want to help change because you look at the chart and you're like, ah, I'm running away. <laughs> so I try to help provide an in and a way to understand it that you can directly apply
1: to your life in a really practical way. Right, so any other books that you would recommend or any like podcast or any blog or anything really that can really help people add to their knowledge of this area?
0: Yeah, I also teach astrology. You can take classes in my membership and I teach all the different planets and also how to work with astrology to figure out what's going on for you right now. So like kind of like creating your own horoscope, but the version that's a 100 times more specific to your life. And also there's an area on business astrology because your business has an astrology chart. So you can actually look up branding and marketing and messaging and how to grow your business using astrology too. So I really poured like every book and resource and class I've ever learned into my own book and courses and things like that. So of course that's what I'm going to recommend.
1: Okay. Awesome. I'll share the links to that. Uh, And what other like, I know you said you, what you practice is the circular astrology. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, the but, I know that there, but I do know that there are a lot of different kinds of astrology out there, astrological tools, and a lot of like angel numbers, uh, a lot of things that are sort of supposed to guide you. So, do you any other tools that you use in addition to circular astrology? Yeah, I mean, I love tarot and oracle
0: cards and things like that, but from working with astrology on such a deep level for so many years now, it has really opened up my own intuition. And so, a lot of what guides me from day to day is just my own intuition. I get signs, I have dreams about things before they happen. And so, that's ideally how we are meant to be navigating the world but we've really lost touch with it and that's where these other tools can come in handy.
1: Okay, okay, just so you know when you responded to my last email the numbers on that email were 11111. <laughs> so I found that to be very, you know, like I I took that to be a sign like oh wow, this is so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I definitely do believe in you know, angel numbers, angels, all those different things—they're all really great pathways to follow.
1: Yeah, I constantly see repeating numbers, and then I'm like, okay, maybe I should make a note of it and check what this means. But yeah, as you said, like I'm very someone who's is very into my own power, so sometimes I overlook that. But yeah, I think this is really cool that you can have you can be doing something really complicated and really difficult, and then a number shows up or. You remember that this is what my, the person who read my birth chart told me that this is, it's going to be this difficult, but the other side of it is awesome. I think in that way, this could be something incredible because it can prevent you from giving up too quickly because that is always a danger when you're really walking a, a life path that's complicated and that's taking you towards big things. It's never easy. So I think that's, yeah. that's pretty cool, which uh, reminds me of something I read on your website uh, about cosmic consciousness. So, what does that mean? It's just having consciousness that the
0: cosmos are a thing and they are leading us and guiding us, and they're not just like pretty
1: lights in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you know, people are super into manifestation. They're super into something lending them strength, and I completely get why that would be. You know, you want to believe that if you sort of get in alignment, if you you're you're thinking things in a certain way and you're doing things in a certain way, the universe is lending you power because what could be better than that, right? But also, I've noticed that with manifestation, the problem toxic positivity becomes a real problem because people force themselves to be positive and when things are not going well for you that could actually be very counterproductive. Do you believe that for your birth chart the guidance that it gives you for you to bring that into action and for you to constantly keep moving forward you have to suspend beliefs or you have to force a certain kind of positivity or you have to live your life a certain way for that to work in your favor. Is that ever the case?
0: Well, your astrology chart is showing you how you can live in most alignment with your most authentic self. And so when we are in that alignment, we find more flow. Things come to us more easily. We get what we want because we're doing what we were born to do. And so I do think just naturally living in alignment with that, you're going to be happier. You're going to make people around you happier. And therefore, like we're we're designed to give and share our light with other people. And then it comes back to us. So I don't think it's so much about changing who you are as much as shedding who you aren't.
1: Okay. And any rituals that you recommend that are just like help you hone your intuition? Yeah. A really good way to work with astrology,
0: if you don't want to go down the rabbit hole of all of the symbols and everything, which I do recommend also, is to work with the moon. So, whenever we have a new moon, that's the manifestation moon. It's when you want to think about what you want to bring into your life next. And it's such a powerful time to put that out into the universe. And then the full moon is when you want to look around your life and decide what is getting in the way of you having what you want and you release it. So that's a really powerful practice. And it could even just take a few minutes. If you, if it's a new moon and you just keep track of that on your calendar, you could journal or you just think about what do I want? You know, whether it's this month or just in my life in general. And then on the full moon, journal or just think about what you want to let go of. And that's a really good way to work in alignment with the universe as well.
1: Do you have to sit outside and do it or you can do it anywhere? Like when traveling? The moon is.
0: The moon can hear you <laughs> no matter where you are. <laughs> and you don't have to say it out loud. Okay, it's just more it because um, these things are happening anyways. But when we can become cosmically conscious of them, then we empower ourselves to work with that energy.
1: Okay. And have you ever seen a case where people have just gone too far? Like they've completely suspended their own power and they're totally relying on the budget. Is that a danger, do you think? Is that something you would want to warn people against? People can go overboard
0: with it. But if that's what makes them feel good, like I think everybody's going to learn the lessons they need to learn whether or not we help them. And so like they'll eventually learn from that. So I don't worry about needing to control people's experience of that. But definitely when I teach astrology, I do talk about how I use it in a way and how it has helped me kind of become more faithful in things working out. And once you kind of understand that lesson, you don't need to be so picky about all the little details. But there are a lot of details. Like it is really fun to just learn um all the like little
1: techniques that you can do with it. They're really never ending. If you had the superpower to just determine like precise progression of someone's life, like from A to B to C to D and see it clearly, like you know how they show in those witchy TV shows where you, so- you have a crystal ball and everything is visible to you. Like you can see the scenes playing out. Would you want that superpower? And would you actually tell people the answers? Mm,
0: that's a weird question because I... You know my future <laughs> and it's very confusing sometimes because
1: no, but if, if you, I knew somebody else's right, if you knew somebody else's, and you knew exactly what they had to do and exactly what was going to happen, like there's no mystery left. You're just giving them the whole answer, everything. No, I
0: wouldn't tell them because you learn from experience. <laughs> but I do. I, I can actually do that. Is what I'm saying. And I wouldn't tell them because uh, you learn from going through it. That's the whole point. And also, your life plan is something you planned yourself before you came here. Like your birth chart, you chose it. Mm -hmm. You just forgot about it. So when you're getting a reading, you're just like, oh, yeah, I remember now. I chose this. (laughs) And so there's no point in reminding you because we forgot for a reason. We're not meant to know because we're meant to listen to our intuition and we're going to have the experiences we're meant to have, no matter how bad they seem, it was planned and you were meant to have it. And when you can accept that, I think you can see life as being more of a place of learning and not always a place where you're like on the top of the world filled with abundance every single day, Mm -hmm. because what are you going to learn from that?
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful message. You know, we do have a temple in India, in South India, where they believe that there's a cave uh, and they did like a whole documentary on it. They believe that there are these little papers made out of leaves that are there with every single person that exists in the world, their names on it uh, and their entire life stories on it. So you can actually go down there and it will take some time, but you can get your story like you can get that paper with your name, your birth date, every everything about you on it. I've often wondered because that paper will also tell you when you're supposed to die, which I think is just like the most, it, it's just, it's not a path you should ever go down. So I I do believe I'm someone, I'm religious. I pray a lot. And I like to keep, as I said, my power in my own hands and and with God. But, and as much as I think these are amazing things, like if an astrology can help you make entrepreneurial decisions Oh that would just really ease things for you because there are times when you are you feel so challenged right because you want to do well you are putting there's so much at stake but at the same time you feel so alone because you don't know what the best choices are so in that respect I do believe that the work that you do is an incredible source of power But I do believe that there's also such a thing as going too far. Like knowing the day you're going to die, knowing exactly how things will pan out. That's I think that would just take away all the beauty from life. So I respect the answer you gave. That makes so much sense to me.
0: Yeah, you don't need to know that information anyways.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this was amazing, Natalie. I loved it. it. It's a shame, though, that you don't read bird charts anymore. So if someone wants to get a reading from you, they can't? They can learn from you Yeah,
0: you can take my classes. And I have a class that will help you go through the journey of learning your astrology chart. It's very simple and fun and easy. And I help you apply it directly to your practical everyday life. So you can learn more about that at soulshineastrology.com slash community. But if you're not sure if you want to learn about it or not yet, my book is a really good place to start and that's called find your cosmic calling a guide to discovering your life's work with astrology and it's available in bookstores worldwide and again it's just a really good place to start
1: okay i'm going to share the links to all of the things that you mentioned so they will be available in the episode description well what do you know we've reached the end of this episode thank you so much for joining me today for supporting the podcast and for sharing your time with me If you enjoyed this episode consider subscribing to the show on whatever podcast platform you love you can also watch the video version of the interviews and most of the solo episodes on my youtube channel link is in the episode description now if you've made it this far you must love the content at least a little bit or maybe you just like hanging out with me or there was something in this particular episode that resonated with you or maybe it's all of those things I would love to know, so if you've got a minute, it will be great if you can drop a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can send me your thoughts on the show via email. Now, if you want content that goes deeper than even the podcast does, with a lot of real-life stories, one-on-one interactions, or just become part of my tribe, subscribe to my weekly newsletter. The link is in the episode description. Once again, thank you so, so much for sharing your time with me. Take care, and I will be back soon with the next episode.